Welcome to the ghost train. Tickets, please. Take your seat and enjoy the ride. All aboard! <laughs> Hey everyone, this is the Ghost Train Podcast. I'm your host, Drew, and welcome on board the podcast that dives right into the freaky and creepy world of the paranormal. Last week I was talking about the events that had been going on in my home and whether or not they were in fact paranormal. My curiosity led me to start looking into this with more detail. The first thing I looked at was, is this an actual paranormal event? Can these things be explained or debunked in any way? And so far, the answer is no. I haven't been able to debunk or explain any of it. Now I've moved on to what might be causing these paranormal incidents to be happening. The first thing I thought of was water. Now for those of you that don't know this, it's said that being close to running water like a stream or a river could in fact increase paranormal events. Now this is a cause for concern for me because I live extremely close to the Grand River here in Kitchener. My wife and I often take our puppy boy for long walks and hikes along the trails right by the river. I started to think, where did this saying that being close to water causes an increase in paranormal activity come from? Now I'm going to be sharing with you what I was able to find in my research. So ask yourself, do you believe that water is a conduit for paranormal phenomena? That's what I asked myself, and here are my findings. Now, a self-proclaimed parapsychologist by the name of Thomas Charles Lethbridge released a book in 1961 called Ghost and Ghoul. In this book, he wrote that his theory was ghosts themselves are not a supernatural phenomena, and that a traumatic event such as a murder or a suicide could be absorbed by its surroundings, most specifically a kind of moist rock or stone. After having an experience where he saw an apparition near a stream of water, he also believed that water, forests, earth, and mountains could record imprints as they were charged by the ions in the air which allowed them to record these memories. It is certainly possible that some of the ideas of water having an effect on paranormal phenomena could have come from these theories. Others have said that the fact that water itself is a great insulator of electricity and that lots of people associate different forms of electricity and electromagnetic fields with paranormal phenomena. Now thinking in this way, could it not be too far of a stretch to assume that a large flowing stream of water next to a location could potentially be fueling this phenomena in the same way an electrical source does? Now an insulator itself doesn't conduct an electrical current. Pure water has salts and other things in it that doesn't act as a conductor. Distilled water, like tap water or boiled water, does. One would assume that all streams, lakes, oceans that are next to a so-called haunted location would contain pure water. Now what you do have, though, is essentially something that could possibly set the right conditions to be fueling a paranormal phenomena. Now this is a widely supported theory within the field and I've probably even said it myself in the past, but I don't actually have any data to back this up. It seems to be something that we just accept to be true because everyone in the field says it is. Now this is where we really do have to start looking further into these claims. Let's see if there's really anything to these theories. 
Is the location more likely to experience paranormal activity the closer it is to water source? This would mean tracking things like distance from water and using data loggers to measure the surroundings. It would also be kind of interesting to think a little outside the box here. In the same way investigators use things like an EM pump to see if they can attract paranormal phenomena, what if you set up something like a water fountain or something with running water during an investigation? Maybe this will act as a source? Maybe even running a tap during an investigation could have some kind of an effect, I don't know. Now given the theory we've been talking about today, perhaps it could work in some way? It's at least worth trying and it may help us decipher whether or not there really is any truth to this claim. Once we start seeing an actual pattern or have some kind of data to back up these claims, that is when we'll actually have some weight behind this theory. Remember, don't just believe a theory to be fact because you've heard it from a fellow investigator. Ask questions, ask their experiences, and ask to see their findings. Create your own data and play a part in getting these answers. It may make you look at things in a way you didn't expect to at all. Last week I updated you on the potential paranormal activity going on in my home through Twitter. I was just giving some real-time updates on things, and I was actually chatting with some of my Twitter followers too. I first want to thank you all for your advice and help with my situation. Also, I wanted to update you on what's been happening this past week, especially if you don't follow me on Twitter. This is going to be a bit more of a surprise for you. Now, my wife and I were at our puppy Bowie's obedience training last Thursday night. When we got home afterwards, she took the car and drove to do some grocery shopping, and I stayed behind and started cleaning the kitchen after our dinner that we had before Bowie's lesson. Now, I'd usually be playing music off of one of our speakers, but for some reason I decided not to. I finished cleaning up the kitchen and I went into the other room, which we call the fireplace room, and I sat down on the couch, and I was about to turn the TV on to continue the Netflix show Dracula that I've been watching. But before I had the chance to turn on the TV, I started to hear the muffled voices my wife had been claiming to hear. I then started to hear the similar music that I had heard a few nights before. Now, this was all happening around 10.20 at night, and I was feeling confused and curious, so I got up and I started looking through the house to see if there was a TV on or if one of the other music players was playing music by accident. But I couldn't find anything. So I picked up my winter hat, grabbed my coat, and put on my boots. I went outside and I walked around the house with Bowie. I wanted to see if there was someone outside having a conversation or playing music. I really wanted to know was there another way to debunk what I was hearing? But when I was outside, I didn't hear those noises. But I wasn't feeling scared at this time. I was in detective mode and I was so curious to know what these noises were. I went back inside, puzzled and not knowing what to think. I just sat down and I started to watch Dracula on Netflix. Now, nothing else happened since Thursday night. But if and when it does, I'll be sure to update everyone. And that's it for the Ghost Train Podcast this week. Be sure to follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Ghost Train Podcast and on Twitter at Ghost Train Pod. And let me know what you think about the whole water theory and what you think is going on in my home. Is this paranormal? Should I be scared? I want to hear from you. I want to thank you all for listening to the Ghost Train today until the next train gets in the station. Be safe, be scary, and as always... Good luck sleeping tonight.